Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health. I hope everyone's keeping really well. Today, we're now in September, can you believe? And we have um, a great chat lined up with Justin Franson. Justin, I'm going to let you introduce yourself because you have quite the resume. But it's from what I've seen, you're quite respected across the states, you know, where in Canada. But do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, all your different avenues of what you're doing? Yes, thank you, Shemaine, for having me on. I'm an athleticism performance coach. I've been working with amateur and professional athletes for over a couple decades on human performance. And I do some really unique treatments on nervous system based treatments for sports performance, uh, treat concussions. And what I saw is the athletes were breaking down from excess EMF in their world. And so I looked at what the stressor was and it found out that the big invisible stressor was man-made EMF, electromagnetic fields, or what we call radiation uh, that they were wearing or either driving an electric car or just inundated at home. So I looked to clear that invisible stressor. And I mean, this really intrigues me. When you talk about the central nervous system and how it was affecting athletes, you know, some of my followers and clients are athletes. I have some strong men. I have a couple of um, extreme mountain climbers, but then there's a lot of like, you stay at home moms, you're working moms and dads. So I have a broad range of followers. So when we're talking about like how it affects the central nervous system, we're not just, correct me if I'm wrong, we're not just talking about like overtraining plus the EMF and only athletes. We're talking about like daily stresses of life plus the added burden of this EMF. Right, oh, well, what we're really talking about is an environmental toxin and a biotoxin, it's both. So man-made radiation, there are waveforms. Everything has a resonance, Shemaine. Everything has a waveform to it. The man-made stuff's different than the way we're made and the way the universe is made. We're made with the universe via scalar waves. Scalar waves are waveforms that distribute equally in every direction. We like to call them they're unpolarized. The man-made waveforms are polarizing. They're literally one-directional waveforms and they don't work unless they're one-directional. And they cause a vibration effect in our body. And that vibration effect, what it does is it messes with our DNA. So this is literally cell and DNA and fascia damage destructuring your water, dehydrating the body, that leads to an array of cognitive and then all the major health challenges that we've seen the last you know, 100 plus years. So this is, just to put in layman's terms, this is the energy that's around us, but that we have created ourselves. So not the natural energy from the earth's resonance or the sun, but this is like the fake energy, which we'll get into, that we've created, that man has created, that's potentially destroying us. 
Well said. I mean, it's just like GMO, genetically modified food, riddled with glyphosate. That's what is all in our environment. And you can really quantify it when you see it on a food. Okay, that one was made, you know, it was manufactured. Well, this stuff is manufactured waveform. And if you look at our universe, our universe is electromagnetic blanket atmosphere. Everything travels in waves and particles through plasma. That plasma is our air. That's our environment. And just like a dolphins would be the ocean. So when you electrify our atmosphere, these waveforms travel through the air or plasma and they pollute our environment. We end up producing a virus to adapt to it. Viruses are our adaptive systems. They're a dead protein. They don't eat, they don't reproduce, they don't derive energy in any way, shape or form. By the perfect definition of dead, they are dead. They are our adaptive system. We're built on them to adapt to anything that we end up evolving with, which is what we're doing right now, fungus, bacteria, viruses, they're just our adaptive system. Uh, Zach Bush will say that there's 10 to 31 viruses in us and around us at all times. And you know, we would say there's firemen at every fire. They're not the bad guys. So this is something that's really, really important to understand is waveforms, our toxins, our bodies are adapting to them. That's what's happening in the last couple of years. And these are what we would call EMFs, right? Man-made, non-native electromagnetic fields or frequencies, or we could call it radiation. Is, this, has, yeah. is this the same as what we hear people referring to with dirty electricity? Is that the same thing? Well, now we can break electricity down into three different categories. You have milligauss, which is just electricity and magnetic resonance. That measures in a lower speed of a wavelength, 50 to 60 hertz or waves per second. Mm. When you go into the dirty electricity speed of a wavelength, because we can all measure it in speeds of a waveform. And so what I love to do is is basically make it so it's palatable and convert it to a wave per second because everyone can understand that. So a dirty electricity is 4,000 to 100,000 waves per second. Oh. So then the next speed is the wireless. The wireless are 50 million, excuse me, 50 million to billions of waves per second. So to actually the wirelesses would be uh, 50 billion to a, a couple, excuse me, 50 million to a couple billion waves per second. 5G is 60 to 90 billion waves per second. So we start to, as we're able to communicate from far, you're up uh, north, I'm in Southern California, you know, we're uh, far away, but we're able to have this awesome chat. Like this is all through waveform technology. And I'm hard, hardwired in my computer, but yeah. that there's, there's waveforms that are being transmitted that are wireless in the billions of waves per second. That's how we're able to keep this signal going. Now, when we sleep, 
Tremaine, guess what our brainwave state speed of a wavelength is? Mm. Are you familiar with the, the delta and theta brainwaves? Theta, yeah. Yeah. When we're sleeping, we rev really low and slow waves per second. We're at one or below one to eight waves per second or eight hertz if you measure the brainwave state compared to 2.45 billion waves per second or 60 to 90 billion waves per second of a 5G. So again, they're polarizing one directional charges that are totally disruptive to our body and they're 10 zeros faster than how we sleep, rev and optimize. And one more thing to add for our athletes, when they're in the flow state and whatever you've done, uh, when you feel like you're just, you can't miss or you're just in that flow state, that's an alpha brainwave state. Mm. That's a brainwave state at eight to 12 hertz or waves per second. And the Schumann resonance, the healing pulse of the earth is 7.83 hertz or waves per second. So again, we optimize and rev at a very low and slow brainwave state, really close to what the earth is. And then we're introducing this man-made non-native that's 10 zeros faster. That's the big difference that we can quantify. And that's why everyone's really feeling crappy these days and ad adapting to it or not able to heal from stuff. <laughs> Who's not feeling crappy nowadays, honestly. But that, what you mentioned about that, so one, I was cringing a bit when you were giving the numbers. I was like, oh no, <laughs> what a gift electricity is. Like it is a gift. We can talk, we can feed our family, whatever. But at the same time, it may be causing us damage. And we're, I just want to make sure that we're, everyone knows we're not going to say eliminate electricity from your life, but it's more about stacking conditions in your favor. But when you mentioned, I have spoken about the flow state before with my clients, um, and then that theta state where we're in our lovely deep sleep, which is glorious, and we've got those really low wave frequencies like that, that makes me feel warm and cuddly because I just love deep sleep. You cannot be a good night's sleep. You just feel wonderful. You're relaxed, you're calm, you're restored. Like you're, I really think you're at your optimal state when you're in these lower frequencies, as you mentioned. And then when I get into the flow state in the gym or even working, you've said like those waves, even though I feel like I'm at my peak and I'm driven and I'm spiked, those waves are still so low compared to what these EMFs are at. like no wonder we feel so wired all the time and how many people I'm sure you'll get into this but I hear it all the time oh I just got diagnosed with ADHD by the doctor and I'm like they seem to be throwing that diagnosis around a lot freely lately like really or is this, if we're being exposed to these waves no wonder your mind is like squirrel everywhere like this is why I'm excited to have this conversation to help people think maybe you don't actually need a diagnosis. Maybe there's something else. Maybe your phone's too close to your head at night or something. Really simple. I mean, there's no scratch in your head, Shemaine. This is really simple stuff. When you can get the stressors out of someone's life, they're going to heal and they're going to feel way better. 
and they're going to perform better. And I had a client, one of the strongest, fittest guys, he came in, he was just jacked beyond belief. His whole arm would go weak. He's this endurance athlete, a machine. Smartwatch made his whole arm go weak. Oh, don't say that. I don't have a smartwatch, but my, I know a lot of my clients do. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, get rid of the radiation off your wrist. And sure enough, I didn't even have to treat it. I'm like, his arm just got better. So that's what we're looking at. Just to have a little awareness and understand the difference between the stuff. We've been sold a bill of goods. We've been sold that, hey, tracking is great and check your sleep and how many steps and this and that. And, you know, and drugs are health and, and we need to put glyphosate on food so we can grow more food and modify it. You know, every industry is really sold us a bill of goods <laughs> and yeah. it's really unfortunate, but when we can start to see through it and understand, like, you got to get back to knowing how you feel. I know if I had a good workout, I know, cause I'll go and eat a good dinner. I'll know, you know, how I slept cause I'll feel really great. I'll wake up on my mark. And if I didn't, I'll be bogging, you know, for a bit. Yeah. So you got to go back to how you feel, not something telling you how you feel. Yeah, that I, I do say that. I said it a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's great to track and monitor and see different biofeedbacks in a sense from tools, but I, I teach my clients about monitoring their own personal biomarkers. Have you got a headache? Are your hands swollen? How did you sleep? How's your cravings? Like that sort of stuff. Sometimes we get carried away wanting like, basically oh I don't know my own body you do you just have to quieten your mind which is what I'm sure the EMF elimination helps with quieten your mind and listen what is your body saying to you and blood tests as well pathology tests they're great but that doesn't actually mean there's something wrong or right with you like it, it's not definitive and like you say let's kind of take a step back to why are we being told we need all this stuff? What was wrong with us in the past? We were actually healthier in the past than we are now. Yeah, those are all markers, you know, for like a blood is a, that marker of what's going on in your body at that moment in time. When you're, when you're doing baseline testing, you know, I've worked with athletes for about 25 years at the highest level. You don't test every day. You, you set a baseline and then you wait three or four months during that off season or whatever, whatever your periodization is. And then you test again several months later to see where they're at. So we got to get away from using these technology. They're just tracking and tracing us. They're aggregating all of our information and throwing it into AI so they can start to create this meta universe and robots and stuff. I mean, the more you can have this phone on airplane mode or in a Faraday bag, the longer the life uh, of your battery will be and the less information you're going to be giving to them. Okay, so two things. Where are we being exposed to EMF? Like, what are the top things that you would say are exposing us? And then the second thing, what are the symptoms that someone might be EMF toxic or have toxicity happening there? So what are we looking for here? 
Well, you have to understand proximity awareness. So let's identify the stressors first, and then and then we'll dive into the symptoms. Those are two giant questions. That's <laughs> how I like to roll. <laughs> <laughs> so stressors are electricity, dirty electricity, and wireless. You can get three meters, a milligoss meter, really inexpensive meter. You can show it next to an outlet and they'll go up any electric, electrical device in your home. It'll go up uh, really good meter to have to show you what's going on in your home, how the wiring is and all. Then you can go, and if there's bad wiring outside your home, or if there's a transformer outside, or if there's a, a power box, you know, on the out on the wires going across your home, and that's mm -hmm. bleeding into your home, you could see all that stuff on a milligoss meter. Then okay. you'd get a dirty electricity meter from StetzerElectric.com, and that's S-T-E-T-Z-E-R Electric.com, and that one you plug in the wall. And it measures amps to volts. And amps to volts is that static in the line. So you'll see that from LED lights, from dim switches being on a mid-range, from solar panels on a home and having solar on a home. Uh, you'll see a lot of dirty electricity from bad wiring. Uh, signals, again, those one directional signals, they gotta go in and they gotta go out mm -hmm. and they gotta meet the same level or you're gonna have really a high amount of static which is not healthy for our body. So that's where the dirty electricity comes in. Great meter, it's like 125 bucks, get it online and, and that'll test the levels of dirty electricity in any home or office. And then go into the wireless stuff. And that's any wireless device, cell phones, smart meters, Nest AC units, ring doorbells, you know, all the Alexas, all those things have wireless signals to Apple TVs, the list goes on and on, cordless phones. Those all can be measured by a, an acoustometer or a, a wireless, uh, basically a meter. I like to use a one directional meter because you can point and go, okay, the stressor is coming from there versus having something that kind of, you don't know, you're just getting blasted, but you don't know the exact location. So I like the one directional meter. So once you have those, and especially with kids, if you show a kid that this phone right now isn't silent, this thing is chirping like you've never heard when you point a one directional meter at it. Yeah. That sound that the meter makes is the sound of the vibration that our bodies feel that most animals can hear and most humans can't hear. So this gets really interesting when you can show somebody that these things are really making tremendous noise pollution as well. It's not this harmless thing that just you can talk to someone far away with. So you just mentioned, you just mentioned a lot of everybody's luxuries there, the phone, the Wi-Fi router, the Alexa, the doorbell. I'm just curious, do you have many friends? <laughs> because, like I can see a lot of people immediately hate you as soon as you say like this is killing you this is killing you this is like <laughs> yeah I'm I'm uh I'm definitely letting people know a few things that <laughs> that I they want to hear uh but again it's it's uh, it's genuinely coming from my heart to theirs so 
I, I think once they get over how obsessed they are with their Tesla, uh, then they'll understand that that thing sitting on a battery is not great for their health and they end up getting rid of it. Um, I want to come to that at the end because yeah. that'll just be the final nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but the game is right now. And, and the reason I still have a lot of friends is because I'm in the business of converting a waveform. Yeah. Okay. Not in the fear business. Farm is in the fear business. I, I'm in the business of identifying, developing proximity awareness protocols, and then getting grounded by nature and knowing that with our, our EMF rocks, the grounding bags, mm -hmm. this is like walking barefoot in a bag. This is their hand mine crystals from the earth. They kick off a resonance to convert a one directional waveform. I'm in the business of coexisting with new technology and man-made EMF and getting grounded by nature is how we do it. This is what I said at the beginning. It's, it's not about moving away from everything. It's just stacking conditions in our favor. Yeah. So those symptoms, let's just give everyone more bad news. So what are we looking out for if we do have some sort of EMF toxicity? I did hear you speak to Dr. Cowan on this, and I've followed him for years. And one thing you mentioned really interested me was how when we're overexposed to these EMFs, some of the first things that we can see getting damaged are people's eyes and teeth. And that just a light bulb went off because sometimes I'm sitting for hours, like hours at a time talking to clients. And I used to consider myself quite resilient and well-versed in reducing inflammation, optimizing sleep. Like I know what to do. I'm very good. And over the summer, I, I take a break over the summer to study and interview and everything. And I haven't experienced what I normally experience when I'm sitting for hours with clients. And even I've like yourself, I'll do a lot of long distance calls and um, videos, but, and I am, I am crippled sometimes to my Bluetooth headsets, but, and I know what you're going to say, but when you said that to him about the eyes, now I have 20-20 vision. I take a lot of like astaxanthin, omegas, everything. Like I really take care of myself. But the point I'm getting to is I, by the end of my day, I will have so much inflammation. My eyes will be burning. They'll be dry. I'll just feel like my head wants to explode. And I just figured, oh, I've been thinking too hard. I've been talking too hard. Like I've been working too hard all day. And normally my go-to would be like molecular hydrogen is one of my top things to use. And that will work fast, but I just put it down to working too hard. And when you said that, I was like, oh shit <laughs> and then I was like um I better get some wired headphones <laughs> yeah it's it's wild and clinically I do lots of muscle testing they call it applied kinesiology and I've been doing it for about 30 years with and when you can cover someone's eyes and then muscle test them they'll go weak when they're decharged so the eyes, the teeth, the thymus, your upper chest, lower neck, and small intestine area, you <clears throat> know, are the four areas that get decharged right away from you now. And then that becomes a gateway for all the other stuff. 
So mm -hmm. the eyes are big. If you get that afternoon fatigue, evening fatigue, where you're just like, I'm so zapped. <clears throat> it's most of the time it's decharged. A lot of times I want to let people know you can readjust, like look near and then look far and look near and look far. And so readjust your eyes throughout the day. So you're not staring at something really close to you. Get that natural light back in, in your circadian rhythm and the eyes will have a, a, a little bit more of a fighting chance. That's a good tip right there. Like that's simple, that's low hanging fruit. It doesn't cost you anything to look out the door, look back, look out the door, look back. And uh, I remember when, oh, I'm not old, <laughs> but when I used to work in IT a long time ago back in Ireland, a lot of the guys around me would always, eventually you'd see everyone start to need to wear what we call now blue light blockers but back then they weren't they were just prescription red glasses and they'd have to start to wear them because they were looking at the computer so long so long so long I was kind of like part-time and I was doing the health as well so I wasn't exposed to it as much as they would be but now I just keep like flux and night shift on my computer and phone like all day, every day. Like people are like, how can you see the colors? My eyes have adapted to it now. This looks bright to me, but I have night shift on right now. So it's these things people don't think this is affecting me. And I didn't think wearing the headphones for four hours nonstop was what was causing that inflammation. Like my eyes would be burning. And lo and behold, I bet that's probably it. <laughs> probably, yeah. And so from there, what happens is, well, to back it up, Dr. Martin Paul out of Washington State University shows that the voltage-gated calcium channels let positive calcium into a negative cell from the vibration of man-made EMF. So that causes cell and DNA damage, fascia damage, and then that destruction of water. So once all that happens, I think the first signs that most people will see are cognitive, focus, memory, anxiety, stress, fatigue, and then lack of sleep, like literally all behavioral challenges, headaches. Those are gonna be the first level one stressors. Then you go into a little more severe symptoms of more severe headaches, like a migraine, ringing in the ears, muscle twitching, bloody noses, seizures, skin rashes. We saw in the Havana cohort, first attack of US embassy workers on foreign soil with microwave radiation. They were all non-trauma concussion symptoms. So those are crazy because you're literally getting that dizziness and the brain fog and that, that you've never had before from a non-trauma concussion symptom, vomiting, nausea, like all that stuff comes out from that. And then the level three would be the bigs, cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's, cardiovascular, heart challenges. And then the biggest one right now we're seeing, Shemaine, is the lack of fertility. Yeah, I don't know. How is... <laughs> I wonder how humanity is going to survive, but we'll only time will tell, I suppose. There. I know it's going to be crazy, but we just have to get grounded by nature. But ever since we introduced electricity into our homes, all that went up. Diabetes went up even higher because all the fake food and the, the, the agriculture industries modifying everything and growing fake food and selling it as real food. 
which is just devastating. And now we're starting to see, you know, some other industries kind of jump in the game here and, and uh, you know, all the heavy metals from pharmaceutical industries, you know, that from all the shots that they've given us all these years and they continue to, that toxicity is being charged from these, these bandwidths. And these bandwidths at 2.45 destructures water. Let's look at this. H2O is H2O, okay? <laughs> Oxygen is O2, right? There's two molecules. It's not, it's not O1. Like O1, we die. We can't breathe. O2 is something that you know, we have to have. So that's what we're looking at right now. We got to really understand the challenge as we increase the bandwidth. These symptoms are horrific in my opinion, but it really makes me think of when I was growing up in Ireland, every, a lot of the teens and young adults would have this tattoo and it was usually a bulldog. We're not British, but it was usually a bulldog. And it always said only the strongest will survive. And it just rings home so true now when you look at some, oh, I'm known for saying bold things and I get away with it again because I'm Irish. But when you look at the strongest, healthiest people, what are they doing in their lives? They're lifting heavy stuff. They're making sure their sleep and nutrition is on point. They're not spending hours in front of TV and whatnot. And they're conscious of the foods they put into their body. And then we look at the people that are struggling, what are their habits? It really just drives home to me like only the strongest will survive. When we think about the fertility, strongest, smartest, let's not go down that rabbit hole, but like it, it rings home. Let's just say that it really rings home to me. So now that I've mentioned home, I have two boys. I have a teenager and a young boy. And I'm constantly saying, get outside, look at the window, look at the beautiful scenery. Like, I, and we only have like incandescent lights and I'm quite, you probably wouldn't think I'm anal, what other people do. I have candles, I have incandescent lights. I'm like, walk barefoot in the garden. Like I'm, I'm very over the top sometimes. But so our listeners know, because our kids are on the Switch, which is wireless, the Nintendo Switch. They are on their phones. They are using Wi-Fi. We all are. But they're, they, I would think if it wasn't for work, my kids are using it 20 times more than I am. What's this doing to their brains and their development? Well, Shemaine, I, I, mean, I have to give you a lot of credit for that. I mean, that is proper parenting. Like, that's what every parent should be recommending and then doing themselves like that's huge this you you mentioned it they're luxuries electricity is a luxury it's not really a necessity i it's a it's a fantastic luxury in a lot of ways but i would love to make homes where you have the home part with electricity and then you have a bedroom that's separate that has nothing uh we can do that by just turning off electricity but why have electricity powered into that room if you know, we don't ever need it in there when we're sleeping. So uh, that's that's huge. And, and everything I mentioned previously is what's happening to everybody, not just the kids. The kids are going to get affected a lot more because there's Wi-Fi at schools. 
they're using wireless devices at schools more than they ever have. A lot of them are getting away from textbooks. Educators, please know fiber optic and hardwiring is faster, it's safer, it's more reliable and safer meaning safety wise. So information getting stolen. And then there's minimal health challenges with it. So we gotta go back to hardwiring when we're using this technology, not allow them to put laptops on their lap. Like this is crazy. You're absorbing 10 times the amount of radiation than any other part of the body, or at least the women are with their eggs, their ovaries, and the guys are with their sperm. Now the guy's sperm can replenish. Women have their ovaries, they yeah. get them one time, it's like our teeth. You don't get new ones. So when you start messing with the DNA of them, we're gonna start to see the population replenishment rate drop with these kids having all these wearable devices thinking they're cool with earbuds and earbuds in their ear and then putting stuff on their lap. It just, it's clockwork. It's going to happen. And I also think I developed a sensitivity to a touchscreen uh, from having an internship in, in an office when I was in college and I was in commercial real estate and pulling copy. I was copying paper for these guys. So for weeks on end, I'd pull paper off the copy machine. That's x-ray. I develop nerve sensitivity in my fingertips. I feel down the line, there's already 20% of the population that's EMF sensitive. I feel there's going to be a, even a bigger number that's going to have nerve sensitivity from all the touchscreen devices that we're rolling out. And I think it's the complete opposite direction we should go is electric cars and electric homes. That's the worst direction we can ever do because we're still using more electricity. We're still using more watts to power it. We're still mining with cadmium and coal in other countries to get the batteries. And then once those batteries die, we're filling our landfills up with acid, with dead batteries. This isn't a net zero. These cell towers require massive wattage to use. That's more electricity. We're worsening the people that believe in the global warming and all these emissions. I believe in the emissions. The people that believe in these emissions, we're increasing the emissions going towards electricity. This, um, now we're going down this rabbit hole, but this whole electric push towards electric cars and electric homes is a joke. I say to my son, what do you think charges these cars? Exactly. It's coal, it's fossil fuels. And then have you seen the stories of the cobalt mines? Yeah. Like talk about destroying the earth, talk about dangerous. I mean, Common sense, people, but common sense went out the window in 2019 somewhere. But <laughs> now that we're on this, because it annoys me, I'm like, come on, people, just think. Electric car, and correct me if I'm wrong, one, it, it's there's more coal and fossil fuel used to charge these and make these than if we just ran our more reliable gas cars and, like, real fires there's nothing like a real log fire in the winter and then two this is where you can correct me if i'm wrong 
you're driving around in your electric car, your Tesla, or you have solar panels on your house, you're driving around in a microwave. Am I right or am I wrong? Like people- You are right. So right. Yeah. I, I drive a Jeep and I, I, won't, I have no desire to go electric whatsoever. And I have had my Jeep for years. I appreciate the, the, the hard work that went into creating those luxuries, but also the reliability of stuff like that, the reliability of mechanics and machines and what they can do for us where we don't have to pump electricity into a car to move that we're gonna sit in for how long? We just like, Anyway, <laughs> so you mentioned that with Dr. Thomas Cowan as well. And I was like, thank God someone else is saying this. Yeah, no, these are huge. These are huge points. It's just awareness. And as there's some cognitive dissonance where people just, they, I don't know how they don't see when you're using electricity, you need to use more of it to use it. And that's the whole emission challenge cycle that they want to get out of. And again, these are industry lobbying for this and they did it really well here in California where I am. And now our, our, our uh, government, our governor who thinks he's really brilliant, but he's really not, he's more of a domestic terrorist is rolling you out. Said <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> hey, you're from Ireland. I'm from Southern California. Yeah. I have just as big a mouth as you. And, <laughs> and, uh, and this is the truth. Like these are things that are happening electricity is not the answer we don't need to roll this stuff out like this is this is not a great answer and everybody needs to wake up and push back and understand what health is health is smiling and seeing people smile imagine that it's not a drug <laughs> it's eating clean it's praying it's breathing it's exercising sweating and being together and getting grounded by nature that's what health is like you guys, we got to get back to those pillars. And when we do, everything in your world will start to flow for you and abundance will flow. And we got to get rid of these industries that have had a foothold, a grasp on us. And they're really, they're doing their best to mark. They're spending billions. Let them keep spending billions, but just stop listening to what they're saying. Turn off the TV and go back to connecting above and you're going to live a way healthier life and the next generation next generation next generation they're going to have the same but we got to stop this now we got to wake up the consciousness at a greater level so i'm so grateful for your voice in this well life is about living but not just living it's living optimally it's like moving pain-free and feeling good so many people don't feel good but i want to move on to how we can protect ourselves but before we do i saw one some politician um lobbying i was on fox news or something for electric cars and she just got hers and it was so great and this and that and the other and one of the reporters said can you tell me how are these charged and she's like oh through the building there and then he said well, how is the building charge? How does that run? 
and she didn't know the response obviously it's coal and fossil fuels but i laughed i was like oh lord these people are running the world like what are we doing here who even voted for this person she doesn't know how electricity is made but uh that that's your country it's so true and guys let's go back and if you don't believe me look at bioinitiative.org look at cellphonetaskforce.org uh, Arthur Furstenberg wrote a book called The Invisible Rainbow, and that categorized the history of electricity and life. He went back and he categorized every major pandemic and directly correlated it to changes in our electromagnetic blanket of an atmosphere, either cosmic or man-made. So 1918 was the Spanish flu. They rolled out radio waves. And then the Hong Kong flu, they had satellites in this protective layer called the Van Allen belt. And then in World War II, they rolled out what we call radiator or excuse me, radar, which is a one directional beam. And that was a global, you know, basically the entire world rolled that out at one time. They've never done those things. And each time they did it, they saw direct correlations of people getting the same symptoms across the world when travel you it took two weeks to get to the same spot you know those spots but they would see it instantly because contagions are the frequencies and when you have that frequency our body will produce that virus to adapt to that frequency so you'll get those same contagions you'll get the same symptoms of disease to adapt but and then obviously 2020 we see 5g obviously the whole world shut down for it or our governments shut down the whole world so they could profit from it and then before 1918 was this was all cosmic shifts so any solar flares or shifts in our cosmic you know full moons new moons all these things like people are like oh i, I didn't sleep that well or there's shifts on our electromagnetic blanket we will just adapt when we need to at the level we're capable of so stop living in fear and start living for life and start doing the things that feed your soul and boost your life force because everything has a resonance. These contagious, everything is bioenergetic. And again, the most contagious thing on the planet is a smile. It's true. A smile is I smile at everyone, but I, I like to be nice to people. But um, what you said about the full moon there, my sleep is always affected that night of the full moon. And I'll notice like myself, my client's fluid retention will be higher around the full moon. And it's just like, the answers are there. Just, just like, listen to what's happening around you and in you. But um so now I want to kind of discuss so what are ways we can protect ourselves and address this. So I, um, like you mentioned before, I'll tell a lot of my clients myself to put their phones in airplane mode at night. Better still put it outside the room. But, you know, people are hesitant. They don't want to do that. They're like my alarm. I'm like, buy an analog. You'll be fine. Um, I also have grounding mats that I use and then I'll walk in the garden barefoot and that's part of my client's routines in the morning I'm like get direct sunlight I want you to have your green tea out on the grass with your feet I have one client she's a legend she does things better than me because in Canada here in Alberta 
it'll get to like minus 40 it was minus 50 last winter and it's like icy cold and I'm not Wim Hof I'm not the ice man I'm I've got Irish jeans but she will go outside in her bare feet in minus 40 and stand in the cold with her green tea and I'm like high five to you for doing that but like these are low-hanging fruit stuff we can do like easy stuff stand in the grass it's not going to cost you any money put your phone outside your room so what else what what else can we do to like protect ourselves well, getting grounded by nature is huge. So getting outside and if you can't, you're in the cold or, or at least go barefoot, just touch a tree, like literally. And remember, Eileen McCusick wrote a book called Electric Body, Electric Health. And she talks about the body, human body is a body battery. We get a negative charge and we pull the electrons from it from the earth. We get a positive charge from the unpolarized light of the sun. So go outside and get some sunlight, get your positive charge, go outside, lay down a blanket, have a picnic, get in a body of water when possible and pull those electrons from it and recharge your body battery. And then when you're in those different ecosystems, you're breathing in the minerals to help with your butt, my, your, excuse me, your gut microbiome. And so that is what we really wanna do is start to use that natural the natural elements of the earth to recharge our body battery. Really simple. And then when you're not able to go outside, again, we've, uh, we've created EMF rocks, grounding bags, like literally hand mine crystals with moisture and magnetic properties in them. So because all of our homes are just mainly electrical boxes, Let's put this in our home to convert those waveforms so it's just like walking barefoot in a bag outside. So you use these in your home, in your car, at your desk, in your office, and this is how we protect ourselves when we're inundated, self-induced EMF at home. So you just put them beside your bed or your seat when you're working or how, how are they used? Yeah, use it as is, keep it sealed. I have it on our desk right here. And so, and then at home, it's one on your bed at the head of the bed and you'll sleep better than ever uh, between the head and the, the, the mattress and the headboard. You can put five together on the floor to clear 2000 square feet. And then we have minis for a uh, purse, pocket or backpack. And these minis are amazing for on the go EMF protection. So, uh, daughter has it in her backpack and you know the the women love it in their purse the guys will carry it in their pocket and then they put their phone on the outside of it so it's a buffer between the phone and their body so it's kind of repelling the frequencies away and converting the waveforms into something that our body accepts and is more natural for our body so those are how we use the grounding bags and we sell them at doctor clinics all around the country in the US. So, but you do ship to Canada, I check. We ship to Canada, but doctors sell them here. <laughs> so what, what are they exactly? What are these rocks? Cause I did post amongst my clients last week. I was like, has anyone heard of these? I'm gonna be interviewing this guy. And one of my clients who's a bit of a smart ass. She said, what's the difference between these and the rocks we can pick up outside? And I was like, well, I don't know. That's why I'm going to interview him. <laughs> Yeah, so 
Shemaine, every rock has a different charge. I think Tesla really identified that crystals have resonances in them and there's different types and some are better for certain things than others like shungite, amethyst, black tourmaline. They're all known crystals to have really great magnetic resonances to help with EMF. The difference between ours and theirs are the moisture content in ours. So we have to keep ours sealed or they turn to dust and dry out uh, relatively quickly. So, but when they're sealed, they last for two to 10 years and they're incredible EMF protection. And no one's identified these stones, these colloid crystals before, because when they would mine them, they would turn to dust. So that's the difference is the moisture with the magnetic, the moisture content in them is a, a great conductor and an amplifier for the magnetic to help repel EMF. And that's, and how we mine them, how we deploy them, we hand mine them, and how we deploy them makes them exponentially better than any other crystal on the market for EMF. And no one does it better than mother nature herself. Like literally man-made devices attempting to keep up man-made signals. That's a futile effort. Like literally, you're trying to keep up with 50 times 5G. There's no way you can do that better than mother nature. That's like a pharmaceutical company trying to think that they could come up with a, a, a vaccine for 10 to the 31 viruses. There's not a name for that number. It's so big. Like it's just, there's no rhyme or reason to it. We're looking to nature to solve this challenge. No one does it better than mother nature. She has those natural resonances in it. And the other cool thing with the grounding bag is you can tap on it and you can recharge your body. You can cover your eyes while you're tapping, cover your teeth while you're tapping on it, cover your thymus while you're tapping on it and recharge those, those areas. So if you, someone can't get outside because of those cold temperatures, grab one of these and start tapping on it. This thing will amplify the frequency out of it and you'll see incredible, incredible medicinal results from the grounding bags. So I'm curious, you're harvesting the rocks and then you're storing them immediately so they're not losing any of this moisture. Obviously, I don't want to know all your secrets because I'm sure other people are going to be listening, but you're storing them in a specific way. And then I'm assuming that that water would be, if you've heard of Jared Pollock's work, the fourth phase of water would be the water found in these crystals. Uh, that's just that's just what I'm thinking. But I, you mentioned tourmaline, and people will ask me this because these are the type of followers I have. I have tourmaline all over the house, but every once in a while I'll wash it. I'll like run spring water through it, and I'll leave it out in the sun to re-energize. Awesome. Do these rocks need anything to be done with them? Yeah, I think it's really a good idea to do that with everything. Ours hold their charge longer than the others. And I would say months longer, if not years longer. I've just rolled out a new protocol to recharge them every two to three months by just putting them outside on the ground. And- uh, Out of the bag or with the bag as well? With the bag, just okay. literally place a bag on the ground and it'll clear it right away okay. if it's got too much in it. I think the tapping really helps activate it. They act like a homeopathic tincture. So when you tap on, 
those tinctures, it activates the properties in it. And it's the same with the crystals inside. So putting outside is a great practice to do. It's not a necessity, but I think it, I feel it is beneficial for people to do it. And, and the mini, the mini grounding bag for your, your pocket purse or backpack, you know, these are the difference in sizes, but the mini is really great uh, for the on the go, but because it's only two to three ounces, this is about one pound in the full size. These ones need to be reground like every couple of weeks like, or even more often because they just don't have as much mass of the mind. Mm -hmm. And there's something with the mass when you combine more of these together and the more solid forms. I mean, this is like literally rocks, just boulders inside here, about one pound. Like there's solid resonance. And the more you can compile together, the stronger the resonance it'll kick off for everybody. You could get like two bags and you could do like some shoulder press, some bike. I mean, they're very light, but you could. You could. You're like grounding at the same time. And just for people who aren't sure, you said this works like a tincture. And for people who don't know, a tincture is the more you use it, the more the benefits you get. Like the more you stand in the grass, the yeah. better it's going to be with the results. So this last question, because I know you probably have a busy schedule. Um, Dr. Mercola obviously talks about EMS a lot. He, he's been one of the loudest voices on it. And he apparently sleeps in a Faraday cage, which I don't even know if I would go to that extreme. But you guys have Faraday bags as well, not just the rocks. So just give us a quick little bit of information on those. I want to get one to put my phone into it. So what are these Faraday bags doing? And they're not blocking full signals in and out, are they? Yeah, so Faraday bags, we're a seven millimeter static bag. And these ones are awesome because they actually, uh, you put your phone in it, protects you from your phone. It protects the life of your battery. It used to protect from contact tracing. Now these, they make them so strong that these signals can go through them. Uh, they go through a seven millimeters of static bag that's sealed. Even when we double up the big inside of the little, 14 millimeters of static bag, the new phones, your location still can be found on the map. It takes 10 minutes for it to find it, a, a, a minimum, uh, you know, 10 minutes. Uh, so, it's pretty crazy to see how strong they're making these devices. To think about if a Faraday bag is meant to repel stuff, they're seeping through 14 millimeters of a static bag, a really quality made static bag. So we use these to protect you from your phone, to protect your phone from the data harvesting and the life of your battery. People love sleeping with their phone in here because your phone, most of them will ring. It may or may not ring. Mm -hmm. Frequencies do go in and out of these. I want to really be clear of that. A negative charge will, will end up uh, being amplified, meaning crystals inside of it, but a positive charge like a phone will be squashed to what BioInitiative calls safe level. So if I put this phone in this bag and seal it when it's ringing most likely the phone will ring 
And if I muscle test myself when it's ringing, I'm gonna be strong with it on me. So people love sleeping with this thing next to them and having it in there. When I'm over it, you know, during the day and working, uh, and, and I just like, I don't need my phone on, I need to focus on a few other tasks. I put my phone in the Faraday bag, seal it, and now I'm hardwired with my laptop. I have zero wireless signals because my printer is hardwired and now my device is hardwired, or excuse me, my device is on airplane mode and then sealed in a Faraday bag. And now the, there's new Apple protocol, even when your phone's off and on airplane mode, they're still looking where you are. They still can tell where you are. So the security protocols with this stuff is just beyond what they're able to harvest from you. They're literally aggregating. They can't aggregate enough information. That's why wearing trackers, giving them this information, we're already 20 years behind when voice recognitions and giving them too much information. We gotta slow this down so we don't get into this meta universe with robots, you know, and, and even China, China has all our information. They know who we voted for. They know where we live. They know all our bank accounts. They could literally come in and seize everything because they know all this information because we're just giving it to them with it. So we got to really understand this stuff. And, and one last thing, I got to mention the Mercola, like he's great, his book called EMF and awesome title. When you're outside and, and or when you're inside and, and you're wearing shoes and you have man-made stuff all around you, you are EMF for sure. But living in a, in a tent, is not the answer like we can't hide we got to coexist with this stuff that's why i look to nature to solve this challenge if we want to keep living and expanding we can't hide or be in fear of any of these cell sites or signals we can convert those that's physics and that's what mother nature does yeah he dr mccola is great but most people are not going to build a Faraday cage. They're going to go for what we've been talking about, the low hanging fruit, which, which is going to be easier. Put a bag of rocks behind your bed or invest in a whole Faraday cage, which may or may not even work depending on who manufactures it. Like, but he, he's great. And it's all about getting the word out there. So, and with the Faraday bags you have there, look if people don't realize if they want to find you they're going to find you nowadays like there's no hiding but these bags are more about giving you protection than hiding from whoever they are you know but it's more about giving you the protection because we're here to optimize your health we're trying to help you so uh, i want people to be sure that that's like the location services it's not going to affect that but it is going to help protect your health a bit more right for sure well perfect. said perfect because i'm going to get one it's been on my mind for a while but you know when you're an adult and you have a list of stuff to do so this has been fascinating. I've covered everything I wanted to know and some more because as you talk, I'm like, well, how does this work and how does this work? So this is fascinating. I really hope uh, my clients and followers 
listen to this a couple of times and then go towards your website. So where can we kind of look into your product more, learn a bit more? I noticed your website has some research and like really great blogs. If people didn't understand my accent or what you were saying, they can read it. So where are we sending people? Oh, you're clear as day. So uh, no, emfrocks.com, Shemaine, is the website where everyone buys the grounding bags. Athleticism.com is where you'll find my performance work, a uh, book I wrote on all this and more. And uh, those are the websites that you guys should go to to really dive into what health is. Athleticism.com has other curated health products, MCT oils, soil enhancers, uh, plyometric jump bands, uh, and molecular hydrogen, and structured water for your hose biz, like unlimited amount of super fun products that everyone can use to decentralize from being tracked and traced and controlled and get back to what health really is. And you also, I think I heard you mention you have your own podcast, do you? Yeah, uh, com is where I actually do a more featured of a summit than a traditional podcast. So we hire, we hire, we don't hire them. We bring in speakers and groups of speakers to talk. And uh, to Dr. Howard Cohn, Cohn Health Institute here in Costa Mesa, we've started about a decade ago just interviewing some of the best in human performance and sleep and health and EMF and have some incredible information on gobeyondsummit.com. I'm going to well. check it out. I'm going to totally check it out. I love listening as I'm doing stuff. I like to learn as I'm moving. I'm going to check out your athleticism website and maybe have you back on in a couple of months to talk about the stuff on that, but I want to go through it first. I love it. Thank you, Shemaine. Okay, this has been really fascinating. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sure your schedule is crazy. So thank you for spending some of your day with me. Thank you so much. Appreciate you so much and your voice. It's amazing. <laughs> well, you'll walk away with a slight accent. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a great day.